Hey, welcome to the Apologetic Fun in 10 podcast. Alex Davis here, and you've decided to join me on an incredible journey where we sit and defend the gospel against false beliefs in the world today. I'm currently pursuing my master's in Christian apologetics at OBU University, and you are about to have a bunch of fun learning how to defend and know the truth of the gospel. Let's go ahead and get started, my friends. Hey, friends. Well, I am very thrilled that you've decided to listen in on this episode today. As you can see, this is a little bit different of an episode, but I felt a very er good, large amount of urgency in my heart and soul to share a little bit of this topic with you guys. As you can see the title, it is all about why is it important to avoid false teachings? Now, this sounds kind of itchy and a little strange because we can all be deceived. I've been deceived. And when it comes to defending the faith, we need to understand what the false teachings are. Yet there is something that we need to equip ourselves, that which is Christ, which is the Holy Spirit, in defending these and getting too close to them. Because the enemy is prowling and he is out to get us. So how about, I feel like we should probably should read some scripture. <laughs> what do you guys think? I hope you're ready. So we have James 1, 1, 14 through 15. But each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire. Then desire, when it has conceived, gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is fully grown, brings forth death. James 1, 14 through 15. So we see in this scripture that each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire. It's not someone else's fault, but it's our own desire. It's our flesh's innate desire for and to do and enact in sin, even if we have the Holy Spirit. It is then that this desire conceives birth to sin. Okay? So it's our flesh that desires to sin. We are tempted because our flesh wants to fall from God's will, his good, pleasing, and perfect will, which isn't to sin, but we're going to sin anyway. And that's where, that's where we need his grace. Okay. So Genesis 3, 6. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was a delight to the eyes and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. And she also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate. She saw that it was good for food. It was delightful to her eyes. The closer that she got to temptation, listening to the serpent speak of how she could be like God and knowing good from evil, the better it sounded, the more appealing it seemed, the more mixed up and confused she got from actually what God had said in the first place. Furthermore, 
If we look at Colossians 3, 5 through 6, put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. On account of these, the wrath of God is coming. When we walk in such sins as these, and even the list goes on more and more, for me, I would say I battle with pride. I battle with, honestly, belittling my own body and thinking that it's not perfect enough. I battle an idolatry with my relationship with food. I battle in desiring people to affirm me constantly. I want people to love me. Can we not affirm? That's the wrong one. I I believe I want approval of man so much so at times that I want it more than God. That in and of itself can take form of idolatry. Guys, when we play and toy with sin, we begin to see it as good. We switch from what is good and we think it is evil. And what we think is evil, what God says is evil, looks as good. And that's what happens when we start playing and toying with false teachings, if we don't have a biblical foundation of truth. Okay, so this is what happens. I would love for you to listen in on this. I have a a good little quote from Jackie Hill Perry, if you're familiar with her. Incredible author, speaker, She's currently going to seminary. I'm doing a Bible study on her, on her, on God, about God, from her. (laughs) It's on the book of Jude. (laughs) And I want to read a little bit of what she said. What's just been crazy, guys, is I've been praying and really honing in on this. And she just hit it home today, and I really had to share it with you. So here we go. Unlike those who doubt, there was another group of people who were no longer facilitating between truth and falsehood. They had simply begun to believe the lies. There was no longer a wrestle with unbiblical ideas and living, only a gradual submission to sin and false doctrine, which they weren't in hell for just yet. But they were playing with fire. Their feet were too close to the flames. And for their safety, they needed to be snatched out. So she is talking here about the passage in Jude, where these people were playing with fire. When they were, there were particular people that she's speaking about that were doubting, and she the scriptures are commanding us to give grace to those who, who doubt, but pull them from the fire. Pull them from the fire, because They were playing with fire and their feet were too close to the flames. There was no room for safety almost there because they were toying and playing with an ignorant stance of pride. Furthermore, she goes on and says, There is nothing new under the sun. For that reason, today, until the return of Christ, there will be times when our friends, family, and church members will not be willing to endure sound doctrine. They will listen to the teachers teaching what their hearts desire. I'll say that again. They'll listen to the churches and teachers what their hearts 
desire. And these teachers are everywhere on social media, in the Christian living section of your bookstore, in our churches, and so forth. It's not hard to access these unbiblical messages. Do you hear how much I'm stumbling over my words today, guys? <laughs> uh, so ultimately, guys, snatching someone out of the fire takes intentionality, boldness, and biblical clarity and knowledge. And when we get so close without having the biblical foundation and knowing what scripture says, it can be dangerous. So why is it dangerous to toy with and play with fire? Because it can take hold of our flesh. Our flesh wants what is opposing to Christ. The Holy Spirit within us, he's got us. Can we lose salvation? No. Once we have salvation and we have the Holy Spirit, can we lose the Holy Spirit? No. But our lives will be no longer pointing to God and they're in pointing toward our enemy. So if we're following false doctrines, false beliefs, if we're falling into sin and idolatry, what, are, what do we do from here? Well, we make sure that we're planted in community. We make sure that we're daily getting into the word of God, that we're in prayer, that we're asking the Holy Spirit to truly sanctify us, penetrate our hearts, delve into us so that we might be rid of self-conceit and pride. I really hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode. Thank you so much for listening in. Please share it with someone that you might think needs to also hone in on what this means as they might have a passion to defend the gospel. I think we all should. And I really love you. I hope that you have a great weekend, whatever day of the week this is. And I'll talk to you next Friday. Peace out. I'm sorry. I don't know what that was. (laughs) 